Cherry growers mixed business and politics this election season. That's not something the industry has been known to do. In September, Jill Biden toured King Orchards in Antrim County, and John King appeared in an ad for the former vice president. We're having more challenges in tart cherries than ever before. As I think about my grandchildren and the world we live in, I think it's very important to adopt measures to mitigate climate change. Coming up, the politics of tart cherries. That's on Points North, our show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Peter Payette. On the eve of the election this week, President Donald Trump was in Traverse City. Biden would be a disaster for cherry growers, farmers, workers all across your state. The mention of cherries is not merely name dropping. The small fruit industry has been in the middle of international trade disputes for years. And that's had politicians from both sides offering solutions and seeking support from northern Michigan farmers. Max Johnston has covered both the cherry industry and politics, and he joins me. Hi, Max. Hi, Peter. So give us some context. The tar cherry industry has problems that actually stem back to the Cold War. Yes. So uh, there was a Soviet-era deal struck between the U.S., NATO, and Turkey decades ago that basically got the U.S. and NATO control over a military base in Turkey that they wanted for its proximity to both the Soviet Union and the Middle East. And in exchange for control over that base, Turkey was able to export products, some products, into the U.S. tariff-free. Fast forward a couple decades, and that decision is really leading to a ton of problems for northern Michigan tart cherry farmers. So what did President Trump do to try and address this in his first term? Yeah, in uh, 2016, he did a couple things. He revoked the tariff-free status on some Turkish cherry products. Um, He ramped up the trade war, which was meant to address trade inequalities like the tart cherry industry has been dealing with. And he verbally supported a bill from uh, Michigan Senator Gary Peters that was also meant to arm the Commerce Department with more tools to help industries like cherries. So a lot of cherry farmers were pleased with Trump early on. But just early on? Yeah, it's a good point. So there was a lot of excitement over everything I just listed off. That kind of quickly turned into some frustration. Once the trade war with China amped up, cherry farmers were left out of the Chinese market, one of many domestic products that wasn't able to deal with those tariffs. Uh, Those Turkish tariffs that I mentioned earlier that Trump was able to get in place were eventually revoked after a long legal process. And the federal legislation that was meant to help them from Gary Peters stalled out. So don't get me wrong, there's still some support for President Trump amongst tart cherry farmers, but a lot of them are more frustrated now, and they're not a political monolith, you know. And we saw a fair bit of U.S. Senator Gary Peters during this election season, and we have seen him uh, a fair bit over the last few years. That's right. Um, And for years, he's been making appearances to Tart Cherry Orchards. He's made it a big part of his platform, these visits and learning about these variety of trade issues. And frankly, he's pretty popular with a lot of cherry growers. Uh, Nels Velikat, who works out in Antrim County, actually endorsed Gary Peters in a campaign ad. Here's a little bit from that. Senator Peters was the one guy that showed up from the very beginning. He came to the factory, he listened to the growers, he listened to the processors. Gary even went directly to President Trump in the White House to bring this problem to light for the cherry farmers here in Michigan. Michigan has the greatest growers in the world. So after that ad went out, Nels got a ton of blowback for that. He was getting messages, emails, whatever you want to call it, calling him all sorts of nasty names. People were calling him a communist and a fascist. It got really nasty. Here's how he described it. Gary was a, was a great ally in our fight against Turkey, and we didn't win. You know, that's not our fault. That's not his fault. What I wasn't really prepared for was just sort of 
the the baseless vitriol that people wanted to throw at me without backing it up. So what about Senator Peter's opponent, John James? Did he have much to say about tart cherries? Yeah, he was pretty consistent in saying that he met with tart cherry growers, he heard their concerns, but frankly, a lot of his talk on tart cherries was actually sort of attacks on Gary Peters, and specifically criticizing Peters for not following through or not being able to address a lot of these trade issues. And look, James has a point. A lot of these trade issues have gone unresolved, but so much of it is tied to really high level, like federal action and international trade, that frankly, it's hard for anyone to get some of these issues resolved. Any sense if any of this has any impact at all in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, well, so in this race particular, Gary Peters got a close victory here. But when you look at the numbers, it's kind of interesting. John James won most, if not all, of northern Michigan, and he actually picked up a fair amount of votes that Democrat Debbie Stabenow got when she ran in 2018. So clearly farmers were coming out in support of John James. It just appears to not have been enough to unseat the incumbent. So... It had some impact, but not enough to really, you know, make a difference in the final result. So it looks like Senator Peters will be back in Washington in the Senate. What are cherry growers uh, hoping he can do for them with uh, another term? It sounds like they want him to kind of do more of the same, regardless of whether they voted for him or not. He's one of the few people in federal office that is talking about tart cherries. So the farmers I've talked to are just glad he's sort of banging the drum for them because a lot of these trade issues are still around and they're going to keep sticking around. So, you know, they're just hoping Gary Peters keeps talking about it and keeps trying to fight it. Max Johnston, thanks. Thank you, Peter. Max Johnston covers politics and is our assignment editor here at Interlock and Public Radio. That's Points North for this week. Join us Fridays during Morning Edition or search for Points North wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and stay safe this weekend. Thank you.